Hi, I'm Randy Efron from Skylattice Property Capital and Real Estate Adventure Club. I'm a former CPA and I spent over a decade in New York City investing capital into real estate on behalf of the private equity and Wall Street lending firms that I worked for. Now I leverage that experience and those relationships to help you raise capital for your real estate deals. Today's episode is part two of construction loans. Let's talk about the length of construction loans. Construction loans are typically structured in one of two ways, with a mini-perm component and without a mini-perm component. The word mini-perm is an abbreviation for miniature permanent loan. If a construction loan has a mini-perm component, the borrower will have more time to repay the loan after the project is built. However, if a construction loan does not have a mini-perm component, the borrower will have to repay the loan shortly after the project is built or when it achieves stabilization. Loans with mini-perm components are usually divided into two time periods. The first time period is the construction period. This is the period in time in which the building is being built. Loan payments during the construction period are usually interest only, which means there is no amortization or paydown of loan principal. The goal is to try and keep the loan payments as low as possible while the project is being built since the property is not generating any cash flow. Commonly, the lender will establish a reserve called a debt service reserve in which they set aside money to make the payments during the construction period. This ensures that the loan payments get paid on time while alleviating the need for the borrower to come up with money each month. Once the property is built, the loan will enter a mini-perm period in which the loan term will get extended beyond the property's stabilization date. Therefore, the borrower does not have to rush to refinance their construction loan. During the mini-perm period, principal and interest payments are due on the loan, and it's usually based upon an amortization schedule that ranges from 20 to 30 years unless you have a specialized loan product like a HUD loan for multifamily properties. Now, since I don't want these episodes to get too long, I'm going to stop here and continue talking about construction loans in my next episode. Please click like, subscribe, or follow if you would like to stay informed about new episodes, or send me an email at randy.efron at skylattice.com if you need help raising capital or would just like to leverage your time better without incurring any overhead. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.